0: Thanks so much for being here to chat. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, pleasure to have you here. Um, to start off, could you tell me how you first learned about Camp Firefly?
1: Yes. So Camp Firefly came to my attention through the exec producers of this film, uh, a duo called Hello Friend Media. They are friends with Tegan and Sarah, who are affiliated with the camp. and sort of made the initial introductions between the camp and Hello, Friend, as well as Cineflix and Bright West Entertainment, the other two uh, exec partners. And from there, they got the ball rolling to to make this film. That's, that's, how I, that's how I became informed about this camp. But in the process, I learned that there are way more similar camps in North America than I knew there were.
0: Yeah, I saw that in your press package as well. And I was sort of surprised and delighted to learn that. I don't think I knew that either. Mm-hmm. Um, so once they approached you and they told you about sort of they had the basic idea for the film.
1: Yeah. yeah. Did you know right away that you wanted to get involved? A hundred percent. I was waiting for that call after our meeting for weeks. I just thought I, I just I knew the project was for me and I hoped and prayed that everybody else did too. <laughs> so I was really waiting for that call. And I was so thrilled when I finally got the go ahead and could get started, you know, like meeting the kids, putting together a crew, figuring out the look, figuring out the tone. It was this This film has been a dream come true for me, truly.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about that process once you signed on. How did you go about sort of starting to build those relationships, figure out Which
1: of the campers would maybe be sort of more of the focus of the film and all those pieces? I spent about two or three months prior to camp getting to know these campers and their families, as well as the staff uh, by Zoom. Essentially, I sent out a letter to every kid that was going to camp, all their parents, the whole staff, and said, here's what we're doing. The camp has invited us to make a documentary Anybody who wants to be involved, I want you to be involved, please email me. You know, I invited them to also learn about the filmmaking process in the the process of their involvement. And I also got to work um, with my exec producer, Michelle Mama, who is uh, local to Toronto and knows tons of crew and was on set with me making it happen. She and I put together a team of pretty much mostly queer and trans creatives to come out into the field with us because we wanted to make sure that when we stepped on set and introduced ourselves to the campers, they saw themselves reflected in the people who they were gonna be working with on this documentary.
0: Yeah, and when you started sending those emails to the families, what was the initial response like? Were people pretty
1: enthusiastic? I think there was some hesitancy. People were definitely interested. There was some wonderful enthusiasm for sure, but I was also happy to see that, you know, parents wanted to vet me and the team I was working with before they kind of fully bought in and gave permission. And the kids as well, you know? I mean, I certainly remember being a teen and the adults I trusted still also didn't trust sort of (laughs) and so I really you know I took my time and I and I met them where they chose to how they chose to arrive to our conversations so that you know they they got to know me at their own pace. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah I was wondering about that like the kids that you interviewed for the film a lot of them were really opening up and they shared some pretty personal things and I'm curious and maybe this varied camper to camper as well but like how naturally did a lot of that come out did it take a while to get there or did it seem like you know, some of them were pretty ready to share and, like, sort of waiting for the platform.
1: Some of them said nothing the first couple of times we met. Um, Mia, who is one of the campers in the film, she hardly said a word. We had two full—I had two full conversations with her mom, and she kind of sat on the sideline, and I could tell she was like, I don't know who this person is, you know, like, keeping, it, keeping the cards close and it really took i mean i i think that i think we kind of solidified our trust closer to the time we ended up at camp it it took it took some kids a little time others it took no time at all and others still um didn't fully get on board with the project until they were at camp and they met me and they saw the way that Michelle and I were running things and sense that it was safe. And so some of those interviews were actually done after camp with some of the kids we met on site.
0: Right. Because at that point, they sort of, you had the trust there and then mm-hmm. they were ready to share. That mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Um, with the parents, I'm sort of curious like about that role because... I mean, it seems like a lot of these kids are coming from extremely supportive families, given that they're being sent to, like, queer camp. But also, a lot of these care- kids are sharing things on screen, like, maybe they haven't shared with their parents or vulnerable moments around their relationships with their parents. Like, was there nerves about what was going to be shown Were those, like, conversations you were having? And how did you sort of approach that?
1: Yeah. I I think all the kids knew that they were in control of their narratives. Um, We made it pretty clear that if anything unfolded on screen that they felt uncomfortable about, they could talk to us about it and tell us exactly what they were uncomfortable about so that we could veer around that when we were cutting it together. I still, I can't put those pieces together why they would share with us and and not their parents. I think a couple of them aren't sure maybe if their parents are interested enough to watch this film. Um, And others, I don't know, I don't think they thought of it in those terms. I don't think they thought of it in terms of, you know, my parents might see this. I think in the moment they felt safe. And, you know, I certainly in those moments putting together putting them together in post, I certainly um, I certainly had my eye on maintaining that safety.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, hopefully, maybe for some of them, this is a nice way to actually open up some of those conversations or to sort of honestly express those things without having to do the thing that can feel so horribly like, embarrassing, sitting down and having that conversation.
1: Yeah. There's a piece in the film, and I also feel this myself in my life, where you kind of don't want to have to take the time to explain who you are. Because sometimes, you know queer or not, people don't always know exactly how to identify themselves in a multitude of ways and capacities. It doesn't only have to do with queerness. So to be asked and so directly and with people wanting such a definitive answer, I think it, I mean, I wrote a letter when I came out. It's hard to do that in person. It's easier to just have, you know, a little piece of media that you can hand off to your parents and hope that they understanding it on board (laughs) which mine did which mine did totally instantly
0: no for sure that that actually like reminds me of something which was there's multiple moments in the film I feel like where I was watching it and hearing these campers talk about like the way they're feeling and just articulating things that I myself have felt but like many many years later than than these people and just I was like wow they've already got all this figured out like
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I think this film really opened my eyes to the fact that it can be a very long process. It really held a mirror up to me in my sort of self-discovery as well. and and kind of removed some of the barriers that I suppose I grew up thinking existed, that actually don't,
0: yeah. Did this give you any like, new big insights into what it's like to be a queer kid today? And
1: oh my God, hugely. I feel like the process of making this film was also the process of me, like, reimagining my youth in so many ways. Um, To be honest, you know, the world is very scary right now for queer and trans people, especially young people. And I, after getting to know these campers, I do not worry about this generation of queer futures at all. They know exactly what they're doing. They're mobilized, politicized, they're community-oriented and they're just ready to go. I don't worry about them. Yeah, they're amazing.
0: They're, they're I just think it seems like they're so smart and despite still figuring out a lot of stuff, like know themselves so well or yeah. so.
1: Like sometimes I think in my memory I'll reimagine myself having like a crew of kids that I'm that that are like me and us just, you know, fighting back against all the stuff that I felt I was pretty alone in. And it's just it's fun to see this next generation of kids just totally having each other's backs and also having like the support of elders and the understanding of elders in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think like some really special moments in the movie are moments when like you just have the kids like having these conversations together. How much even like in terms of filming that were you like, I just need to not move and not say anything because I don't want to like disrupt this balance or...
1: I mean, I, I think I just disappeared into the grass when I was there, you know. And I would occasionally pop up and say, like, "Hey, uh, I remember you said in your interview something about this and that. Do you want to talk about that right now?" And they'd say yes or no. And then I would kind of pop in here and there and give them suggestions. But for the most part, we just let them do their thing. And it was amazing. It was so amazing. I went back. I, I went back to camp as a staff member this summer. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's amazing. It was the greatest. Was there a lot of the same people, too, that you got to see again? Yeah,
1: it was fun. I did some filmmaking workshops and some, like, queer storytelling workshops. It was deeply fulfilling, deeply just, like, healing to to see these kids running around. And also, it was nice for them to get to know me without me chasing them around with a camera, which I think, you know, was annoying a little bit last year. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it got to just be like a little bit more casual <laughs> yeah 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 well actually because so you said like most almost all of the crew on this film was queer and are trans and like a number of the campers talk about wanting to see people like them who are older and as much as you were sort of trying to blend into the background, was there a certain amount of like interest from some of the campers?
1: Yeah, entirely. We had one one member of our teams, you know an adult, man, married with a kid, trans guy and the kids were just, you know, especially the trans mask kids were really fascinated by him and really interested in getting to know him and sort of seeing themselves reflected in him. It was quite lovely to watch. It really was. Yeah, There was a lot of interest from a lot of the kids yeah. that wanted to know us in that way and really wanted to know about you know how we grew up, what it's like to be a queer adult, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's and that's so special. I feel like even you know, it would be amazing if after this, some of these kids one day get back to you and they're like, "Yeah, I make films now." Or
1: that. In fact, of thing. one of them does. One of them does. They made their first film. They sent it to me. It's it's amazing. That rules. I know, totally rules. <laughs> that's so cool.
0: Um, when you were at camp, do you have any favorite stories from the process that, like. You just
1: couldn't include because there's too much going on. But I mean, I can tell you my favorite story, but it is included. So, tell me anyways. <laughs> there's a there's a very short scene in the film where the kids are about to go to bed, and their counselor is asking them about the day, and they're saying the the good things, the hard things that happened that day, and then the counselor says lights out, and they start giving her trouble. I was so on board with giving the counselors trouble. I can't remember if they boo. In the film, but they certainly did boo in the footage. Like they really, uh, the counselor, their name's Gabby, was was asking them, you know, to lay down because they were going to turn out the lights, and the kids were like, "No, boo!" (laughs) And that was exactly the vibe of me as a kid, and it kind of still is the vibe of me. I'm always the one uh, adult in the room that's causing a little bit of childish trouble. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I think the film like strikes a really great balance between like being extremely joyful and also addressing some pretty tough topics and having some tough conversations. How did you strike that and like what thought went into that when you were including both those elements and sort of balancing them out?
1: I let the participants know right from the jump that I was not going to go in on their traumas. That I basically didn't even want them to talk about their traumas, but that I would need some context. So we touched on it as little as we could. And, you know, I only I only used it to contextualize just how much of an evolution they went through during their time at camp. Because I really wanted that period of time to be illuminated as one where they were completely safe and completely authentically themselves, not having to worry about this other stuff that happens to them out in the real world. It was, you know, I was actually, I think I was a little more worried than I needed to be because every time I did bring it up with any of the uh, interview subjects, they were all pretty on board with telling me me about it, you know? Mm -hmm. I just, I feel protective of them having myself grown up and not necessarily known to say I don't feel like talking about that right now so I felt a little protective of them in that I tried to touch on it as little as I could but yeah as you can see it shows up where it needs to in the film it's an important thing to talk about even though it's not necessarily fun
0: yeah yeah but you really do how long were you at camp for like how long is a camp session
1: camp is five days that is wild we were running and gunning
0: Yeah, because I really, I feel like you really do see, like, so much growth and, like, change in some of them between the start and the finish.
1: I know. I I wanted it to play out, like, you know, a two-week camp session, and these campers really did (laughs) change quite quickly. I, you know, so many of them showed up on day one looking like first day of school jitters and stuff, and by the end of it, they all had their little crew, their little pods of uh, of pals. It was really sweet and in such a short time. It was really lovely. And then they, then they all kept in touch all year, which is so cute. God, I love them so much. <laughs> OK. I'm looking at the time. And
0: I think I have to wrap this up because okay. you have other things to do today. But last question for you is just, is there
1: any message that you hope that people take away from this? The main message that I'm concerned about with this film is that it gets seen by the young queer people who need this affirmation. So they are the viewers that I care about the most, and I want them to see that they can have healthy, long, really joyful lives as themselves. And there is a community just ready to take care of them.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I think the film definitely, definitely does that. So Thank thanks you. so much for talking to me, Jen. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was such a pleasure. and I really loved the film. I'm glad. Thank you.